Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you serious? How to kill an hour. He's Nick Bright. He is Marcus Bronzy. Plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with us. I promise that we discuss something to do with social media. Me and Nick touched on the last episode. We touched on speaking uh, briefly about how endorphins and like Nick spoke about the science behind interaction. He, re- he reckons there was definitely a difference in the way that the chemicals that you're, you're brain releases when you're having one-to-one conversations compared to when you're just looking at your instagram facebook twitter swiping getting your likes etc etc now i had a few days off because it was my birthday recently happy birthday thank you very much 21 uh, you know it you know what though you know what feels great about about being a little bit older now is and i'm gonna sound like a right dick but i've aged well man I've not aged badly. Like there's some guys that I went to school with that look like they're touching 50 now, man. They look fucking tired. Mm. I looked at a picture of me from uni and I felt like Trey's songs. I'd be like, I'd, if I saw myself at uni talking to a girl, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> is Mr. Steel your girl? I'd walk up to myself, slap myself in the face and walk off with the girl that I was just chatting up saying, sorry about him. He's my little brother. Yeah. He's Mark one. I'm the upgrade Mark two. I'm turbocharged. I, I also feel like it's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? Because you remember when you were younger and it's like you would see older people and you'd think they look mad old and shit. Yeah, like, man. But but now I think to myself, like, I I, I feel like I look better than ever. Fuck yeah, and I, yeah. And I, I don't mean that in like a I'm so pretty type of way. I mean, I mean that in like a, I feel like my fashion sense now yeah. is like I'm happy with it. Yeah. Like, but, but then again, I guess the way the world works and the way fashion works is we'll look back at what we're wearing now in 10 years and go, what the fuck was we all wearing? Because when I look back at my, myself when I was like, you know, mad young, like 18. Mm. I'm like, the clothes are hanging off me. Bruv, I used to wear the, the like double XL t-shirts and it's like, I'm fucking skinny as shit. That was the, that was you following fashion then. That's what I mean. But it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm following fashion now to a degree. And it's like, obviously less so because when stuff looks ridiculous, I don't just go, yeah. oh, I'm still going to wear it anyway. Yeah, Whereas yeah, like yeah. back then it's like, I knew shit looked ridiculous, but I was so caught up in following fashion. I didn't care. But yeah. like now... Like the fashion is skinnier jeans, isn't it? But like, yeah, will that stuff. yeah, will that last forever? Are we going to look back at ourselves in ten years and go, oh my god, like, why the hell was I wearing jeans that skinny? Yeah, I don't. Maybe, but it's not just it's not just that though, Nick. Like, I feel like even if they were just going off the headshots, like. I feel like I'd be winning right now. I feel, and I feel like back in the day, girls would be like, "Oh, look at him! He's got like muscles and he's got a bit of chest." I'm thinking later, I'll bench press myself when I was twenty. <laughs> I'll bench press myself, throw him out the door, and be like, "Hey, 
I've arrived. I've you've upgraded. Had, you've had your starters. The main course, Marcus, is here. The rump state. Yes. You've had your beginnings of Bronzy. The main course, Marcus, is in the building. Let's do this. But is main, this... Main course, Marcus. We are living longer. Do you, would you say that I'd be well off if I said that that we are staying younger for longer? Like, not in the in the literal sense of the word, because we are still the same age, but the the level of health that we have healthcare that we have access to and the knowledge that we have about eating right and, and putting on sunscreen and, and, and looking after oneself means that we are looking better than our, our haggard older generations. Um, Hang on. Our tired looking generations. Our rustic, <laughs> hard-handed, hard paper round face. I don't, I don't know. It's an interesting question because we're, everyone is more health conscious now. But like, it, on the flip side, you could you could argue like, you know, some people die young, you know, mm. like some people die young and they're healthy people. Some people who have smoked their whole lives, you know, 40 a day and shit, they live until they're in their 90s. So it's like, I feel like it's just a lottery. And and, and the reason I'm, I mentioned like, you know, life and death is because I feel like age is the same. You know, some people, it's like they just age quicker. They look older, you know, and I, and I, I am a firm believer in like, have you know, it's a... If, have you got any friends who have got kids or or, or, or who are married or whatever? Mm. They always seem to look older because they look because they're fucking tired, bruv. It's, it's because I, I kids feel are like, tiring. I feel like it's because they um like they they they've got other priorities in their life. I'm not I'm not like slating it because you know you you do what you want to do in life, and if you want to have kids younger, then then that's what you want to do. But mm. I feel like it does age you. Like I've got a friend who um he's he's he must be only a few years older than me, like you know mid in, in his mid 30s or something and like he is always going on about like oh i'm i'm so old like my knees oh like and it's like bruv you, you're not that old like mm. just because you've got a wife and a kid it's like mm. your life is not over like mm. and i feel like mentally it, it changes you having children and, and being married and shit it makes you think that like it makes you think that you have to be like the stereotype of what you see married men like on TV. Yeah. Like everybody loves Raymond, which was a which is an old show, like and it's like they they're in they're they're married and it's like, you know, they got kids and like he always wants sex and the wife never gives him no sex. It's like it's like everything turns into that and it's like mm. it don't have to be like that. Do you think maybe then that's a social construct and people are well, a bit deep, but people are moving into that then. So you think people are like, right, I've had kids I've got a wife. Time to act old. Yeah, time, I, I, time I, I, I do now. think that they they. Fi- I'm not saying you have to go out clubbing or whatever. Because to be completely honest with you, as a DJ as well, I'm not really that into nightclubs and shit. I I couldn't tell you the last time that I like fancied going out clubbing. Like that don't happen now. But like, I I feel like a lot of people. Whoa, I, I feel like a lot a lot of people. Um, they get married, they have children, and then they just feel like they have to be like their parents. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm married now. Like, when my mum and dad were married, they acted like this way, so I'm going to act that way. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't have to do that, man. Live your I life. Hear I hear that. And also, a lot of, I know a few people, quick digression, but people that are like, yeah, oh, missus, stressful. That's when you know you've got a missus because she stresses you out. I'm like, bruv, that's not the key to a relationship bro I got the keys your keys, relationship keys. does not have to be stressed it's not normal but anyway the reason I spoke about social media anyway at the start of this and, and the end of the last episode is because um, when I went away for my birthday Nick last time we met I hinted towards what I what I might do and, and that was actually turn off and 
were all socials and that. For six days, I turned off all notifications and logged out of everything apart from my phone ringing. Right. And my text, which I didn't open anything that wasn't from my mum and dad or aunties and uncles because I was away for my birthday. I figured I might get a yeah, message. Yeah, they'll, they'll text you saying, oh, yeah. happy birthday. Yeah. But anyone else, nothing back, just as a rule. And I'm just going to say, before we talk about this, always tell each, like a person in each of your circles of friends, because otherwise people get worried because it kind of looks like you just died. But once you've done that, I found it really weird for the first 24 hours, Nick. It was just like turning off your notifications. The first thing that you notice is that your hand goes for your phone way more. Yeah, yeah. You realise it. Like it's a casual thing. And the second thing I noticed was it's also become muscle, almost become muscle memory to go into certain apps. And for me, it was my mail, my email, not Twitter, not Facebook. My, my so I'd be sitting there like having a bit of food, at a nice restaurant and be looking out the window, looking at the floor. All of a sudden I'm logging into my email. You, you, I was like, what the fuck? You don't know what to do with yourself though. It's like... It's it, it's like you you got to think to yourself whenever you have a spare opportunity and you're and you're and you're idle and you're not doing anything basically yeah the the default thing to do nowadays is get your phone out watch yeah. if if you do an experiment for example if you've done an experiment um, where I live I live you you come out of the tube station and then there's a bus stop like right there and lots of people come out the tube station and then get the bus to wherever it is they're going if you were to stand opposite that bus stop because the tube station is like two seconds from the bus stop. If you were stand opposite that bus stop and watch the amount of people that come out, get to the bus stop, the first thing they do when they stop at the bus stop is is they go into their bags or their pockets or whatever and they get the phone out. Mad. Like, I, first thing they do. It was so weird not doing that. But at the same time, I don't want to sound all smarmy about it, but it was just really relaxing at a point to just sit there and be idle. I feel like it's relaxing, but I do feel a little bit like because a lot, lots of people do talk about this unplugging. But like, I think to myself, is it really realistic nowadays? Unless you're, unless you are somebody who is, even then, because I was going to say, unless you're somebody who's filthy rich, right? Who like becomes filthy rich, and then you, you, you know, don't even really want to engage with the real world because you've got silly money and you don't need to, <laughs> like. Unless you're that guy, it's impossible to live that life because everything is online. All of my work comes through online. Like I work in an industry where it's like if you're not tweeting about shit and you're not, you know, Instagramming or whatever, it's like a negative towards you. I, I genuinely, I hate that. I, I, I don't enjoy that aspect of my of my job. You know, to feel like you always have to post something, to feel like you always have to be active on social media. And and like I often I often fantasize about uh, about winning the Euro Millions and just deleting it all. How, only how like, I, I I genuinely think right if I won if I won the Euro Millions I'd delete all of my social accounts and then just open incognito ones where I could just say what I really thought about shit. Yeah. That'd be the one you could troll up. The yeah, base. you could, you could be a troll. Not not like a not like a spiteful troll, bully troll. But like if you don't like a track or you don't like something, you can just say you don't like it. Mm. Whereas like there's always a bit of um, politics that goes on in in the music industry and also you know just the the media industry in general and show business. It's like you know, 
Okay, so let me put this to you then. If you were working an office job, nine to five, nothing yeah. to do with music, do you think you'd be as into social media as you are now? Well, an example is my, my mate Dan, who we went to the escape room with. He, he's a postman. I've known him for my whole life, ch- childhood friend. We went to school together and that. And um, like he's on social media. like He's got Instagram. He had Twitter, but like didn't really use it. You know, it's Twitter. A lot of a lot of people who um, aren't they don't really care about the music industry. They're not they're not big music fans. They're not big sports fans. Whatever. Twitter doesn't really connect with those people because mm. you know then they're not really into that. Um, he does use Instagram a little bit, but not really. It's not like he's on there every day. Um, his main thing that he uses, and this is going to sound crazy, but is Facebook because that's what most of his friendship circle is on they're all on facebook and like us in the media we're really quick to dismiss facebook like it's old hat in it oh it's like it's my family members on there but the reason your family members are on there is because they don't work in the media or music yeah. industry and it's like why do they need to be on the the, the the buzzing social network they don't care about it so like it's, it's it's hard for me to judge because i've always been a music fan so like i might have twitter and shit like that because yeah. i would follow my favorite artists yeah. and stuff like that but I wouldn't care about it as much. I feel like there's a big pressure to to um, project this lifestyle on social media as well um, from somebody who does the job that I do. You know, it's not the most glamorous job in the world being a radio presenter, but like, but when you do it, people firstly people think you're rich. Like that's one thing I will say: people think you are rich. I'm you're not rich. Radio money, boy. Nick Bright, radio JPs, yeah. ching. People think that I go home to a to a fucking mansion or something, right? And I, I'm not rich. I don't have a mansion. I live in rented accommodation with a flatmate. Like that's the reality of it. Uh, firstly and secondly, like people think that your life is glam, 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 glam. People think, oh, you're on the radio. Like, oh, ring up Harry Styles. Oh, phone up Little Mix for me. I mean, it don't work like that. Even if they've been on my show before, it's like, I don't know them, mm. you know? So it's like, it's it's interesting. Um, but that's just the way it is, I guess. Yeah, man. No, I hear that. I hear that. I hear that. Would you, do you think you'd, you'd end up, if you're on holiday, you could probably be allowed to turn off. Would you ever do that? I don't, I, I, don't, holiday? I, don't I don't think it's, um, it's realistic because when, when people go on holiday now, We've, we've said this on the podcast previously. When people go on holiday now, the first thing you ask for when you check in is the Wi-Fi code. Mm. Like, it's it's horrible, but the fact of the matter is this. Like, if you're inactive on social media for, like, over two weeks, people forget about you and shit. People, like... Like, if you speak to any social media strategist, right? Like, some, it's, it's probably something we could do for the podcast because I feel like people would be interested... Um, but if you speak to any social media strategist that works with brands or big celebrities or anything like that, they will tell you, I mean, I can, I can only really speak for Instagram here, I guess, because it's, it's more, um, it's, it's more a youth focused social network, but, um, they will tell you that you have to post things strategically. So like at 11 o'clock every Monday, there needs to be a post of this um you know on a tuesday you need to do this that like there needs to be regularity so if you're somebody that just doesn't do anything for two weeks like and you've got other people that are just on it like with the regular posting of things people are like they forget about you and then they they're less engaged with what you're doing if people forget about you and don't you know don't see you doing your regular stuff all the time they're less engaged with what you're doing and that word right there is the golden goose 
on social media is engagement. engagement. It's more important than anything else. More important than all of the numbers in the world because people nowadays, it's fake it till you make it, innit? People buy fake Twitter followers, fake Instagram followers, fake YouTube views. Don't believe everything you see on social media because most people are buying that shit. But if they're getting engagement, that's what's important. Mm. And people that get engagement are YouTubers at the moment. Like yeah. if you look at Vicstar123, for example, I, f- I follow him on Twitter because I, I had to do some work with him on something like his engagement is phenomenal he'll post something and he'll have millions of people retweeting and favoring it and replying real people yeah real because you've got the numbers there if you see somebody if the best way to spot a fake if you see somebody on social media who um has got a big a a large following and then they post something and they don't have engagement it's a bit fishy Mm. you know what i mean bit fish and chips um so yeah i think that's you know what maybe we should get a strategist on the show would you like that nick Maybe. Yeah, I think that would be a good conversation. I, I, I feel like the listeners might like it. Would you, know you I mean? like that on the show? That More importantly. Just just because, you know, like I said, not everything you see on social media is real. And I, I say this all the time to go back to the, the, the depression thing that we were talking about, how more people are suffering depression now that we live in a social media uh, era. Mm-hmm. To, to, to go back to that, people are suffering depression because they feel like they've got their lives aren't as good as other people's lives. They've got inferiority complex because they see Kim Kardashian, they see all these people... Even those people who, you have to admit, Kim Kardashian will have an extraordinary life. She will have an amazing life. She gets free stuff. She goes all around the world, does this and that. But she still only posts the best 10% of her life. Exactly. That's how social media works. She's not posting when she's just laying in bed doing nothing. She does that as well, you know. You do that. She does that. Her bed might be bigger and in in a more grand flipping setting. But, like, everybody has mundane shit that happens in their lives. Like, don't feel like you're the only one. You're right, and when people say that, saying "Don't, uh, don't forget, Beyonce has the same amount of hours in a day as you." Yeah, I'm like, bruv, but hers are just filled with swimming in cash, like Scrooge yeah. McDuck. So you're not, but you're not banging Jay Z. Is what I really feel like the extra line should. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique, and your conversations should reflect that eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Um... That was such a good bit of chat, Nick, man. I almost, almost, well, I wouldn't forget. Let's talk about a couple of things that I killed some time with this week. I'll run these by you. Tried out the new Amazon Fire Stick with okay. Alexa built in. What do you reckon? 
Long story short, very simple to set up. Plug a stick into the HDMI output of your fucking TV. There's a little USB uh, thing that gives it power, lead that gives it power. You can either plug that into the electrics behind your TV and plug it into it. Or if you're like me, slap it into the USB bit around the back of your TV. Extremely easy to set up. Logged in with my Amazon account, which I'm going to presume many people have. If you don't, it doesn't cost you any money to set up an Amazon account, but it's a great place to buy some stuff. Amazon is where I get, I kind of prefer it over eBay. It feels a bit safer for me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Are you an eBay or Amazon? What you like more like? Um, I'm Amazon. Okay, cool. Um, and if you've got Amazon Prime, you get loads of free channels and content and like obviously the, 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 the Grand Tour, which is a big, big show, which used to, you know, feature the Top Gear guys. Um, this one is like a bit of a souped up Amazon stick. Like I said, you can talk to Alexa with it. You just have to hold down the Alexa button on it and you can talk to Alexa as normal, which is like, you know, Booking things in, asking her to find certain artists uh, or or, or um, genres of Netflix things, um, and buffering. It says goodbye to buffering. Basically, it's got a lot of onboard memory, gigs and gigs of memory. So it's clever. It clocks what you're trying to watch. So say you watch a few episodes or something, it buffers up the next episode before you've even finished that's on the first netflix one. And, 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 and amazon prime video yes so basically it's set up for playback before you press play so if you've not got the best internet which some people still don't have like on a sunday everyone's internet gets slower in yeah. the uk so if you've got standard internet your internet can be shitty so what this does is it, it cleverly buffers in the background and one thing that's good about it is you can just pop it in your pocket mate if yeah. you want to go on holiday like i realize if i want to go on holiday somewhere i can just take that stick with me plug it in Got all my Alexa with me. Got the, all, all my Netflix. The only thing I will say about that is um, it doesn't work in some countries. That's true. Yeah, you got to check out the band- boundaries. Yeah, because it yeah. works in Germany. I know that, but I don't think it works in France. Uh, I'm not sure if it works in Spain. What Alexa? No, no Amazon. Uh, Amazon Stick. Really? Yeah, yeah, you can't get them in certain countries yet. Why? I don't know. They're, they're, they're apparently they're coming, but like they're only available in USA, UK, Germany, um, and some other places as well. What, so it's easier to buy weed in all those other countries than, than it is an Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to, if you really want to be rich, you should shop Fire Sticks instead of weed. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got them sticks, boy. They're fiery, boy. They're hot. Got them sticks for you, press. man. Um, yeah. So that's that. The Amazon Fire Stick. I enjoyed it. It buffered. Uh, it gave me great, great 4K out. Well, I got 4K TV. Looked perfect on it. Um, it was just the thing is, it's hard for me to give an in-depth review because it's so simple to plug in and use. Yeah. Did it work with Netflix? Yes. Did it plug in? Yes. Did it give me any trouble? No. The good Simple. thing about it, like you say, is it's portability. Yeah. Like, so if you're if you're going somewhere else in the UK, you can just take it. Take your what used to be a set top box with you. Yeah. No problem. Unplug it. E- even if you're going to a hotel, if you say if you're somebody who works on the road, mm. you know. Simple. Bang. Very simple. Uh, next thing that I tried out as well was ADT. They're an alarm company. I know them. Oopsie. Yeah. Uh, alarm company, and they've. They've worked out that there's a lot of petty, like if if you if you an ADT alarm, if you ever look at a building and it's got this hexagon, oh pentagon actually on the outside of it, this yellow box with a light flashing underneath it, it's more than likely going to be an ADT alarm. If it says the words ADT, letters ADT on it, it's definitely yeah. an ADT I alarm. Mean, isn't, isn't that a hexagon? It's no hexagon's five. No hexagon's one, six, two, bro. Pentagon's is it? five. Is it pentagon? F- Sorry. Come on. Hexagon. Fucking hell. Come on. Hold me up. No, it's- Obviously, yeah. I didn't go to school. Octagon, but, um, that's, that's eight. Yeah. And octagon's eight. And what's, our, what about, what's a dexagon? Is that a thing? Man, you're testing me Am now. Am I making what's up seven? 
Pentagon, hexagon six, seven, octagon's eight. Yeah. Septagon must be seven. Octagon. Man, we need to edit this bit out. Nintagon. Nah, man, we've got to leave it in. <laughs> Nintagon. Leave, leave the ignorance in. And Eleventagon <laughs> as well. But basically, they worked out that there's a lot of petty pilfering that goes on in the UK, especially in the office. So I'm going to throw some facts at you. At work, biscuits are the most likely things to be swindled, but stationery, tea bags, and lunch go missing. 34% of the things that get stolen in office are tea bags. 37% stationery. 38% biscuits. 29% lud and 31% is also your favourite mug do you know what like this is this sounds mad sad but like stationery is just like people like it you know <laughs> I think it comes from when you was at school and it is like when you had the Parker pens mm-hmm. it's like yeah, yeah yeah you remember like some man would roll in with a with a Parker fountain pen and it was like my gosh straight up we just iron it up I'm going to tell you the truth Nick probably since the age of 12 I ain't bought a fucking pen in my life you just rob them Fuck, you're buying pen. Maybe, maybe, maybe like a at main stages. Maybe like teeth. before my GCSEs, before my A-levels, and before like I went to my first like year at uni. Maybe you just buy pens because you're like trying to, oh, I'm getting my stationery. But after pencil that... Pencil case. Yeah, pencil case. But after that, fucking crazy if I'm ever going to buy a pen. Why would I ever buy a pen? That's like buying rainwater. You just wait for that shit to come. You will come across a free pen. Bank. Just roll yeah. Just roll to the betting shop, innit? Yeah, you get, man. Get the little stubby ones. Yeah, get that little pen, man. Argos. But they just <laughs> Argos, the Argos pens. But yeah, so we have been offered the MAIA by ADT to solve all of your problems when it comes to pilfering. Yeah, it's a little alarm system. We've got one in the office and it's basically set up where it will actually fire over a multimedia message or an email to you when somebody trips up an alarm. I've set it up in the office. Uh, I've wondered who was eating the cookies off my desk. I found that it's the office dog, Archie. Shout out to you for eating the cookies off my desk. So we have one of those, Nick. Do you think this is the sort of thing we should be bringing into the office? Security devices to protect one's food. So what you're drink. saying is basically you uh, you want to set up some kind of surveillance system to spy on the people that you work with. I want to know who's nicking the custard creams. I mean, the best thing to do is just don't leave the custard creams unattended. I mean, like... Why do you have to leave them unattended? That is so. That's like saying to you, as, that's like I'm a police officer. Yeah, you've just told me your car's been broken into, and I've got Nick Bright. If I'm honest, the most sensible course of action moving forward after we investigate this is just don't ever leave um, your car. No, not not up. not the same because you can't take your car into the office and keep it on your desk. <laughs> Custard creams, you can just keep them on your desk next to you. You don't need to leave them unattended. I could probably fit my car in the office next to me. You wouldn't get it through the door. It would fit in here. Yeah, it would actually fit in here, but you wouldn't be able to get it through the door. All right, fair enough. I, d- I don't know, Matt. I, I, there's two ways I can look at this, which is one, I do. I would like to know who the knicker is in the office here. Yeah. Two, mm. should we just care less about stuff? Like I think. This? I think like. You're better off catching them in the act, like, in person, though. Yeah. You should uh, set, uh, uh. A, set up some, like, you know, I don't know, set up some kind of, like, stakeout <laughs> where, like, you just put some biscuits and then and you and your partner sit, it, sit in, like, a in a car all night yes. waiting for the biscuit robber yeah. to come. <laughs> yeah, there he is. The biscuit <laughs> thief. The biscuit thief. You have a little swag bag <laughs> on, their, on their back. <laughs> but, yeah, man, um... Well, but it's kind of an example of smart security as well. So I feel like I wouldn't mind this sort of security being added into into conventional security systems. So things that could give me an email or give me a notification mm-hmm. if there's a little bit of a stirring. So yeah, well done to ADT. And, and by the way, that thing that we've been offered, we'll put pictures of it on the on the 
Twitter and Instagram and social media. And we'll also pop uh, links to it in the show description. It all works. It's all self-powered. So you power, charge it up, pop it up, and you don't have to connect it to anything. It sends the information to you immediately. And I like the sound of that because it's one less thing that I have to hook up. It's one easier way of um, stalking your your um, colleagues. Mm, mm. Or maybe a new way to stalk your colleagues. Biscuit, biscuit perv. Buttery biscuit base. Uh, anyway, there's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Thank you for killing some time with him, Nick Bright. And him, Marcus Bronzy. And maybe next time we talk to him, he'll have done the London Marathon. Who knows? And uh, we'll be talking live from the studios or live from his hospital bed. <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com The other. Bless. 